0: In Alabama Ag and Review for the week of April 30th, there were two big stories this week, both coming out of Washington. We'll start off with the granddaddy of them all, the Farm Bill. Well, the Agriculture Reform, Food, and Jobs Act of 2012 is on its way to the full Senate for consideration, after the Senate Ag Committee voted to approve the Farm Bill on Thursday. Numerous ag commodity organizations, including the National Corn Growers, the American Soybean Association, the National Cotton Council, and the Specialty Crop Farm Bill Alliance, have all applauded the passage, along with groups such as the National Association of Conservation Districts and Growth Energy. However, not everyone is pleased with the legislation, as Georgia Senator Saxby Chambliss says the proposed revenue program will most likely not work for peanut growers.
1: As I understand it, under the mark, the limit now is at $50,000. We've had our experts, our economists at the University of Georgia look at this And with the change that's being made, the way the mark is written with respect to peanuts, um, I doubt there'll ever be a a peanut farmer that's going to qualify up to the – Level of fifty thousand dollars, even.
0: Chambliss was not alone in his concerns. With Arkansas's John Boozman and Mississippi's Thad Cochran also objecting to the legislation as written, as they warned that the bill's treatment of southern crops would make it more difficult to pass on the Senate floor and reconcile with the House version. Of course, we'll have to wait and see on that front, since the House is yet to write their version. And Randall Wiseman gives us the second big story of the week surrounding on-farm labor and youth.
2: Thousands of comments were made to the U.S. Department of Labor concerning the proposed rule regarding youth and agriculture, and because of those comments, the DOL has announced they are withdrawing their proposal. National Cattlemen's Beef Association Vice President of Governmental Affairs Colin Woodall knows many in agriculture are happy with this decision.
3: Department of Labor came out with a proposed rule back last fall that basically said unless you're working directly for your parents, you can no longer work on a farm and ranch if you're under 16 years of age. There's also a caveat to that, though. If you uh, are working for your parents and your parents are organized as an LLC or some sort of corporate entity, well, then you can't work for them anymore.
2: Those in agriculture made their voices heard on the proposed rule, which he said could have really affected
3: youth working on farms and ranches. One of the things we pride ourselves in as an ag community around this country is being able to allow our kids to work on farms and ranches and, and build that work ethic, build that dedication, which makes them better citizens across the board. What Woodall noted
2: how important it is for producers to let their voices be heard on Issues like this, which affect their livelihood on the farm. And NCBA's Washington, D.C. staff will continue to keep track of regulatory agencies and policymakers to ensure a similar rule does not resurface in the future.
0: And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner.
4: Just read a report from a government agency about water. In summary, water may very well be the basis for global instability, even conflict between countries in the future. I think the report said global warming or climate change, if you prefer is causing more floods and longer droughts than ever before. This ultimately leads to less fresh water. Where the problem lies is, this threatens to disrupt global food production. Drought means a higher use of water to irrigate crops. No water, no crops. Nobody knows this better than America's farmers. Farmers from Georgia to Texas suffered the worst drought they've ever seen last year. And this year doesn't look too promising. And there are other sections of our country that had drought or flood problems. At the current rate, the government says we have 20 to 30 years before we face disaster. And that's Ag Review for today.
0: And remember, you can find these stories, along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports, on our website at SoutheastAgNet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.